0: I'm excited about today for so many reasons, because today is actually maybe one of the most important messages that I've ever given here at DHC. And I didn't really expect that going into it because today is gonna be about the vision of our church. Today is gonna be about where this church is going. Maybe you've been coming for a while or maybe you're new to DHC and you're like, hey, these people seem like nice people in the Museum of Discovery and Science, but I don't really know a lot about Downtown Harbor Church. Why are they here? What do they do? Why should I be involved in this organization? I think today is going to be really powerful as you kind of uh, engage with us and we wrap up this just two-week conversation called Live to Serve. John will be back here next week uh, kicking off a four-week series uh, on some really cool stuff that I think is going to be life-changing. He was describing the service to me, uh, the series to me this week. So next week, I would just make plans to join us 9 and 1030 um, here at DHC. So. Really cool. So last week we talked about volunteering. Sixteen new people said yes to volunteering at DHC last Sunday for the first time, which was really an exciting thing. I heard like one person say, yeah, you can do that. Like this is, yeah, this is not a movie where you got to silence your cell phones here at DHC. But 16 new people said yes. Our, our huddle, our prayer circle this morning where we just pray before service and assign positions was so cool. And people were engaging with each other and talking to each other. Some of you are in this room right now, which is really cool. Folks are in our kids department right now. I walked up there to see how folks were doing. One of the things that I talked about was how we would love more men to plug into volunteering with kids. We had three men pli- sign up to say yes to volunteer with kids last week, which is really, really cool. So this is a, an exciting time to be a part of DHC, and I'm thrilled. It all rooted in the idea of 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. It says, each of you should use whatever gifts you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. We've talked about that last week, about how we're all gifted, and we should plug in in a unique way, and we should use our gifts to the best of our ability to serve others right where they're at, right on their journey. So I stepped back, and I said to myself, I want to ask uh, Uh, myself, John, you all in here, maybe you can help me with this, or maybe we can think about this, or maybe you've thought about this, but I just wanna go over the number one question we receive at Downtown Harbor Church. So if people come up to us and they would say, hey, John, I got a question for you. Adam, I got a question for you. Maybe you're a volunteer and you're just wearing one of those Live to Serve shirts and people are like, hey, I got a question for you. Well, I wanted to review that question this morning because I think it's so important for us to understand it, and I think it's so important for us to dive into it, and and I think it also reveals to us a lot about humanity and about where they're at. So, but before I go into the number one question we receive at DHC, let me tell you, right, before we dive in, let me tell you what the question isn't. Because a lot of times people, come and they have this question, and I think it's so important, but for us to understand the question, we have to understand what the question is not that we hear consistently. This is not a question I get. How can I know Jesus more? Even though, hey, we've gotten this a little bit, and this should really be at the core of who we are in terms of our faith journey, is we follow after Jesus. Uh, How can I know Jesus more, right? Uh, And I think it's important uh, for us to understand that even though this is an important question, this is not the number one question I get at DHC. Uh, and this is actually not the number one question I get at DHC. Will you do more Christian events? A lot of times Christians just want to hang out with other Christians, which, by the way, we're going to talk about community and relationship today and how important it is. And this is good. This is, like Hanging out with other believers is a good thing, but it's we actually have kind of squashed this a little bit at DHC, which is good because you know, we are a simple church, we're still a church plant, meaning we set up and tear down this every Sunday, so we are not in the capacity to do a lot of events, which is something that we've talked about at length here. It's not the question I get the most. This next question is almost the question I get the most, but it's, it, it, I, I had to put it at number two because it was not a number one worthy question, even though it rivaled number one. Here it is. Does John Garrippa get his fashion inspiration from the modern Italian Instagram profile? was a rival, folks, we were close on this one. And I, I, it was almost number one, but it wasn't it. And so anyway, should you care to go further into this question, we're actually starting a small group to discuss this dialogue and have this conversation, uh, but that'll be announced at a later date. This is the number one question I get from Downtown Harbor Church folks who walk into our atrium, who walk into the lobby, who walk into this room. This is the number one question I get. How do I get connected at DHC? Adam. How do I get connected at DHC? How do I jump into this organization and how do I play in this organization? How do I dive in and get connected around here? I told you today was gonna be about vision and about our church and who we are and what our heartbeat is like and this is the number one question I get. It's almost every Sunday, how do I get connected? How do I get connected? How do I get connected? This question lets me know a few things about human beings, right? This question lets me know a few things about human beings and our human nature, how we are all wired, who we are as people. At the end of this day, at the end of this experience, this is about human beings. Jesus walked this earth, right? Not only as I talked about last week so that we could die to ourselves, but that we could experience this world with other human beings, God's creation. It lets me know a few things about how human beings are wired. Number one is this. That people are looking for a place to belong. That people are looking for a place to belong. Uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale specifically is a very transient area. South Florida is a very transient area. People are moving in and out. You rarely meet folks who grew up in South Florida. Now, it doesn't, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It does happen. But you rarely meet people who are from down here. And I just believe that the question, how do I get connected at DHC reveals about humanity that people are looking for a place to belong. Psalm chapter 80, 68, six says, God places the lonely in families. Did you know that? That God places the lonely in families. He sets prisoners free and give them joy, right? And I love this, but he makes the rebellious live in a sun scorched land, also known as Fort Lauderdale, which is interesting. Uh, but but I, think, I think I like the first part better, that he places the lonely in families, that he does this. That there are some of us in this room who would consider people in this room, people who are a part of this organization, even closer than we are to some of our blood family. Because we are a part of a different kind of family. We are a part of a different kind of connection. And people, I believe, who are asking this question, how do I get connected at DHC, are looking for a place to belong people are also looking for other human beings. Do you know this? That people need people. I don't care how much human beings talk about the fact that they are introverts and that they want to sit on their couch and do nothing and just watch Netflix. And, and we live in a, in a world, this is why, by the way, this is why the pandemic was such a problem for so many people, because we're not wired to be alone. We're not wired to be isolated. We're wired to have people need people. Now, I don't think, and I also believe that there are moments because I'm pretty much an extrovert. I'm like an 80-20 extrovert, introvert. You know this if you've ever had a conversation with me. However, the 20% of me loves to pull back at times. I just believe those are resting and recharging moments. That is different from people needing people. People are looking for other human beings. So much so that when God the Father created the world, that we live in all those years and thousands of years and millennia and however long ago that we don't exactly know the exact time frame, right? Even though many of us like to think that we do and pinpoint it, God is a mystery and that's what's beautiful about Him. But He knew that people needed other human beings. So if you go back to the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verses 21 and 22. So the Lord God caused the man, that's Adam, right, to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man, and he brought her to the man. I believe, right, I believe that God did this so that human beings would not be alone, And this was our prime example of the fact that people needed people very early on. That is no different than what we understand at DHC. People need human beings. They need people, they need individuals. The question, how do I get connected at DHC is so crucial and so important to our future and your future because I believe that people need people and that's why we're here. But people also want a place to call home. You know, we're living in a society where this is kind of a lost art these days. I don't know about you, but you've probably seen this where people change jobs a lot. The tenure is a very foreign concept in our culture, culture today, where people change jobs, they change careers, they don't call a place home for a period of time. We, we see people abandoning their families consistently. We see people saying no to marriages or giving up on marriages or giving up on families or giving up on their children and just kind of running in another direction. I just believe that this is a lost thing in our culture today and human beings from the bottom of their hearts are desiring this place that they could call home. Think about that word for a second, home. A place where you belong, a place where people lift you up a place where people place their arms around each other and embrace them. How cool is it that the Christian church should be a representative for what home looks like and home should be? That's what people are belonging. That's what people are desiring. They're desiring that belonging. So if that's true, by the way, and we all understand this, right? We all understand that as we step back, people are coming into DHC and they're asking the question, hey, how do I get connected at DHC? How do I dive into this organization with both feet? What does that look like for me? And by the way, maybe it's not the right exact moment for you. Maybe you're traveling and you call this place home for a few months a year and you're about to head out or maybe you've been wrestling with some of the things that I said last week and maybe you're figuring out how to get plugged in and how to dive in. Maybe this exact day isn't your day, but I just believe at the end of the day that that day for you will be coming because God does not allow us to just be in a place where we sit and observe. He calls us to move and engage with other people, with other human beings and to engage with an organization. He calls us to that over and over over again. He calls us to be someone who is in the game, not on the sidelines. But if we're going to do this and we're going to answer the question, how do I get connected at DHC? I just believe that for us to execute this properly, there are some things that we need to understand. So. By the way, so some of you ask me, hey, do you publish notes uh, after this? Or do you publish the message because I want to listen to that again or I want to send it to somebody? Just so you know, we do not publish the notes, but this is online on our website. So if you want to pull this afterward, you can go up there. You can always take pictures of the screen if that's something that you do. We welcome that around here at DHC. I've been asked more times than I can count that question, so I just wanted to kind of bring that up. But for us to execute the answer to this question properly, how do I get connected at DHC? I just believe that wherever you're at in your journey, if it's your first Sunday here, or maybe you've been here for a year, or maybe you're an opening day, kind of a dhc or and you've been here, I think the next 15 minutes or so are gonna be really crucial for you to understand who we are as a church and as an organization. I just believe that the next 15 minutes or so are going to be so important for you to understand how our organization functions. This is almost launching into a Vision Sunday, which we did not expect to do when we wrote this message. But it's almost where God took my heart as I planned it. So for us to execute this properly, I just believe there are some things that we have to understand. And those things are four words, four phrases, or, or four thoughts. They are really these ideas that I'm gonna talk about that wherever you're at on your journey, it's so important for you to understand this thing that we're gonna talk about today. How do I get connected at DHC? How do I get connected at DHC? Well, the, the first thing you do to answer this question is I believe that we all have to step back and we have to understand the strategy. So whether we are jumped into DHC and we're already volunteering or we're going to do that at the end of today or we haven't done it yet, I just believe that we have to talk about strategy because I just believe if our church is not united around our strategy at DHC, we will fail. Stay with me and then I'm going to talk about this because I think it's important for us as folks who call DHC home to understand this. So here's the question. What is our strategy? So what is our strategy? So first, to understand our strategy here at DHC, right, we have to understand our vision. So if we're gonna understand what we do each week and how we do it in our strategy, we have to understand what are we doing here at DHC? Why are we sitting in this room? Why just over seven years ago did a group of 18 people step back and go, God has called us to do something different in our city to reach individuals who might be disenfranchised from church? Where we have no experience with church. And that vision is this, it's on our website, you've probably seen it before, but if you haven't, here it is. To redefine the church experience in the city of Fort Lauderdale. To redefine the church experience in the city of Fort Lauderdale. So what we've wanted to do at Downtown Harbor Church is we've actually wanted to step back and we ask this question. We actually asked this question of a number of people when we started DHC, hey, what do you not like about church? What do you not like about coming into a local church week in and week out? You might see that sign when you walk up. It says, do you remember the things that you hate about church? Those won't happen here. We take that very seriously. Have you ever wondered why we don't stand and kind of greet each other at the beginning of each service? Because some people think it's really awkward. I tend to think it's really awkward. And then we got into the pandemic where nobody wanted to touch each other, so that was more of our excuse to kill that thing. Have you ever wondered why we don't take an offering at the end of service? Because we Have you ever seen people like, have you ever been in a church where people are, like looking at each other when they're given, like, oh, I wonder if Florio's reaching in his pocket today. Like, how, you know, I mean, I, you know, you're kind of like stepping back. So we don't do that around here. So, but what we believe that the Bible is real, the Bible is true, that Jesus is who he said that he was. But what we did was we stepped back and we asked ourselves, what can we do to remove the things that people do not like about church and to help redefine this church experience in the city of Fort Lauderdale? So that was our vision. So what's our strategy Right? How do we get that done? Then, after we understand our vision, we need to understand our strategy. A lot of churches will stand up here and tell you about their vision and say, hey guys, this is what we're going to do. This is really exciting. It's really cool. And they have no idea how they're going to do it. At Downtown Harbor Church, we actually put a lot of thought into this. If vision is what you are going to do, strategy is how you are going to do it. What are we going to do to strategize the vision of redefining the church experience in the city of Fort Lauderdale? I'm going to give you three things so that you can know. And these things are really important to us. They're non-negotiables, and this is so important for us to understand as we start to volunteer together and as we start to lock arms with this organization. Number one, it's Sundays. At DHC, we do Sundays really well. We come into this room, we gather, we worship, we learn biblical teaching, and then we walk out those doors and put it into our pra- and put it into practice on Monday. And then the second one is volunteering. We just believe that volunteering is such a crucial part of our strategy because we believe that volunteering is crucial to begin to answer the question, how do I get connected at DHC? And then we do things like engagement events, like you saw, like DHC nights. Now, might things creep into the vision over time? Might we do some different things? Sure, there might be a couple of things that pop up, but we stepped back and we said, this is how we're going to do this vision. We live in a very unique and complex city with people who have a lot of things on their calendar. So this was us. But you wanna know what people have done over the course of time related to our vision? They said, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? You know, you should think about doing this. And we are the only church on the planet that I've ever met that actually steps back and says, we can't do that. Because if we do that, We cannot do this properly. If we do your idea, if we start having all kinds of classes and all kinds of things, and we start JGU, John Garippa University, and he starts teaching a bunch of stuff, like we we can't do this. And this is what God has called us to do. This is why we're in this room today. And our church is growing in a unique and exceptional way for really one of the most exciting times since we started this church. You don't understand this, there's something I just want you to get, and this is really hard to say, but we've said it to people, and this is why I think it's so important for us to step back in this room. If you don't unite around a strategy, it might be time to move on. Now, a lot of churches wouldn't say this from the stage, but we are not most churches. I'm not sure if you realize that about the DHC yet, but we are not most churches. First of all, we want people to call us home, as many people who can call us home in our city. We love that people call us home. But one of the things that we want folks to do is to step back and understand that this is our strategy, that we do Sundays really well and we want to engage, we want people to volunteer, and we want people to engage in those engagement events with us. That's what we want to do. That's how we're gonna do it. And by the way, it's working. It's working, and I see it working each week, week in and week out, and God is changing lives. It's so important for us to be united around the strategy. The second thing that we want people to do, specifically as they answer the question, how do I connect at DHC, is we want to encourage people to understand this second thing. We want to encourage people to understand this concept of side to side. We understand that at DHC, you have to do something when you come in here. You have to look side to side. Well, what does this mean? It means that at DHC, if you want to answer the question, how do I get connected at DHC, that walking in in a beeline into this room, taking your seat, not speaking to anyone, and then walking out the door and wondering, how come I'm not growing spiritually? It's it's not an acceptable question, or it's not an acceptable answer. You have to look side to side in this organization. It's one of the things that we believe. Now, before I... Uh, put this up on the screen. I wanna set the standard. So Tech Booth, don't jump me on this because this is really key. How many people in this room, right, were alive in let's call, and an, an, an adult or maybe a teenager in, or high school in the mid-90s? Or if you were an adult, could, so can I see some hands here? Okay, a, a, a very seasoned crowd. Some of you were, you know, already senior citizens in the mid-90s, and that's fine, you're living a great life. Like, Good for you. It's great. No, but what I'm here's the deal. If you were alive in the mid '90s, right, and you understood this, like uh, something's going to happen on the screen in just a second, that I just believe it's going to take you back. It's going to trigger your memory. It might change your world. Okay, don't put it up yet. Just stay with me. This thing was so impactful in the mid '90s in every shopping mall in America that this thing stopped people right in their tracks. This thing caused people to kind of derail their life. This thing that I'm about to put on the screen caused many folks to end up in therapy. Some of you are still there today because of what I'm about to put on the screen. It was so powerful and so impactful, it was so revolutionary to a culture that needed revolution that this thing was changing lives from the ground up. This is how important this is, right? So do not miss this, this is so key. So before, I want to make this example, I I wanna throw this on the screen, right? Have you seen one of these? You know what this is? This is a magic eye print. Have you seen this before? Now, okay, I'm never gonna get people back in the message why this is on the screen. I understand this. But let me just tell you what this is. So in the mid-90s, every shopping mall in America had these prints like in the middle of the mall, and there were people just staring at them, you remember? And they couldn't see it. And I actually can see it. I was one of the unique people who can see it. So in this print, if you actually stare straight through it, Uh, and I'm going to talk about the the thing that you should do when you look at this print in a second, but this print actually has like four birds in it that are 3D. Can anybody see it? Anybody see it yet? You see it? Okay, we got somebody. All right, take it off the screen or else I'm never going to get people's attention back. There it is, okay. When you were looking at those prints in the mid-90s, everybody said the same thing. You have to lose your focus and stare straight through it or you'll never see it. You have to lose your focus and stop and stare straight through that print or you will never see it. And the same is true about Downtown Harbor Church. Some of you are coming in and you're really focused. I got a volunteer job to do. They're, they're, They're telling me where to go and what to do and I gotta greet people or I gotta get to the parking lot or I gotta hand out the passes or I gotta get up to kids. Yeah, you do, you should do your job especially if you said yes to volunteering recently, you're trying to get the lay of the land, that's really cool. You know what else you need to do? Sometimes you need to lose your focus so you can look side to side and see who's around you. Volunteering at DHC is not about the position that you're doing, as important as that is in the moment. Volunteering at Downtown Harbor Church is about the folks that you would engage with around you who might actually need you in their life right where you're at. And they don't even know it yet and you don't even know it yet. Lose your focus to connect with others around you. Lose your focus and connect with those around you lives have been changed, people's paths are different because folks have stepped back and they've said, I, I need to take a second and have a conversation over here. And maybe that'll lead to a cup of coffee or a lunch or a, or a dinner where we can sit and engage with you and get to know each other a little more. We've, we say this a lot around here and it's so important that when you come into a church and when you engage and you start looking side to side, how do you get connected at DHC? How do you answer that crucial question? You gotta focus on the you next to you. And the truth is about a lot of our lives Is our lives are about you, us. And God steps back and says, no, 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 no. Focus on the you next to you. That's why it's so important to engage here. That's why volunteering is so important so that you can step back and focus on those who are around you. Because what might God do through your life when you do? This is exactly how Jesus called his disciples. He was looking out for others. I don't know if you've heard about Jesus calling his disciples, but he was just looking side to side. So there they are. That's them. Matthew chapter four, verses 18 through 22. It says, Jesus was walking beside the sea of Galilee. He saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother, Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake for they were fishermen. And Jesus just stopped. I don't know what he did that moment, it's so cool. I love the examples of Jesus all throughout the scripture, the practical, real biblical examples. Jesus said, come, follow me. Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. Jesus just walking along, sees a bunch of fishermen over there, right? Just casting nets, just catching fish, said, hey, Jesus, you know, he could have been really focused on something. I don't know what he was doing. I like to imagine Jesus in this moment, just walking along, going, man, I should do this today. I should do this today. I should do this today. But all of a sudden, oh, there's a couple of guys. Hey, come on with me. Because he stopped and he looked side to side. He stopped and he looked in a different direction. And it says going on from there, right? He saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat they were in a boat with their father Zebedee preparing their nets. Jesus called them and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. You know what he was doing during that moment? He was just looking around. He was just looking around. Going, I wonder, I wonder who's out there today. I wonder who's out there today, here, that we might not even know what God's gonna do through our lives. The idea of connecting around a strategy is so important. The idea of engaging side to side is so important because when you do those things, it starts to lead to my third word that I'm gonna put up here today, and that's connection. I just want you to know this, that connecting with other believers is key to the Christian faith. We are not a people at Downtown Harbor Church that believe, as many Christians do, by the way, that you should not engage with people outside of the faith. We think you should, we think we do, we think you should do it often. Some of my best friends in my life who I love dearly are not Christians. Some of my best friends who I love dearly are Christians, and those are the people who support me on my journey right where I'm at. Proverbs chapter 27, 17 says this, as iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Some of the best friends I've ever made in my entire life are people that I've volunteered alongside in this organization, hands down. Guys, gals who get together and who share life together. And by the way, just so you know, if you're signing up to volunteer, you're engaging with this, the church is large. Everybody's not gonna know each other. Many of you are not gonna know me personally as our church grows. That's okay. We're here, we're present. The truth is, is that we want you to connect with others right where you're at because we want people around us when the going gets tough and the tough gets going, who are gonna help us make wise decisions. We're gonna help us make wise decisions. I don't know if you have people like this in your life. Do you? Because I've met a lot of people in my life who have encouraged me to do really dumb things. Like, have you seen these folks who just would like, you're a friend of somebody, right? And, and they're encouraging you to do dumb things. like. So what I love about a lot of times people at DHC or friends of mine who are, who are my, my Christian kind of brothers or sisters, like I, I, just, I love some of the things that they would say to me versus somebody who might not be because there's just a little bit of sense of, of difference of opinion and wisdom there. Like, like this, I, I love when someone says this to me, maybe I said it to you, right? Hey, maybe you shouldn't message your old flame on social media. I've never, I've never met a story that like starts well. Like, hey, I'm married to my wife, I'm married 20 years, I decided to drunk text my old girlfriend on Facebook Messenger. I haven't seen that going well for folks. Like, maybe you have, but like I want people to say to me, that's not a good idea. That's, that's a really poor idea. Like that's not gonna help your family and your business and your church thrive. It's not gonna help your right relationship with Jesus grow. It's not gonna, I probably wouldn't do that. It's probably wise not to go to that event Like that, that, that is not, that's not good. I wouldn't go there. I'm not sure I would send that text message. Not sure I would do that. I, I want people in my life who step back and go, I'm not so sure about that one, Adam. That one, listen, I'm not sure if that brings you closer to God and you closer to your family. I'm not sure that that's a good one. I think that's important for us to understand. I've met a lot of folks around here that helped me do that. The way you connect others, the way you connect with others is to spend time with them. And at DHC, don't miss this, at DHC, the way we do this is to volunteer. I cannot stretch this and say this enough. Some of you in this room, have already been doing this for years and you get it, but you need to be reminded today. Some of you in this room have signed up and it's your first time doing this today. Some of you today are gonna leave from here and you'll be like, I, I, I feel like this is a time for me to do this finally. I've, I've put it off for too long. I've heard it for too long. I need to do this. I need to check in because you wanna know what the thing that I loved the most about seeing this morning? was the way that the people who were signing up for the first time today started to talk to each other already. Because it's about connection. It's about relationship. It's about driving that forward so that they can be connected to other people who would have a similar set of beliefs that they do, who would be encouraging them to make amazing, wise decisions in their life. Strategy. Side to side, when you do that, it leads to connection. And then finally, one of the things that we do at DHC, and I just believe this is crucial to who we are. It helps execute our vision. We do it properly. And it's really controversial in the Christian faith. I just want you to know this. This is not something that a lot of people do well, but at DHC, we do it really well and we do it better than anybody I've seen. At DHC, we understand how to celebrate. And we do it responsibly. Most of us. Depends on the footage that you're looking at. However, most of us, a lot of Christians think that celebrating is bad. Just being, being truthful. A lot of times people step back and we just think that celebrating is not good. We step back and we go, we, we, you know, we shouldn't throw a party. We shouldn't do this. We shouldn't you know, celebrate what God has done because we're prim and proper and we're Christians and this is the way that we behave. A lot of Christians think celebrating is bad. We do not. We do not. I just believe this, at the end of the day, here on this earth, you know how many lives, lives, excuse me, that you have? One. You got one life. And by the way, it's short. I have watched my little girl grow from an infant to now three and a half, and it feels like the blink of an eye. I think that even if you're a parent in this room, you understand how quickly those years go. The days are long and the years are short. It's such a true expression and I never realized it until I was a parent. You have one life. At Downtown Harbor Church, what we're gonna do together is we're gonna celebrate what God has done in that life over and over and over again. We're gonna pick up the pieces of celebrating a year and the people who've made faith decisions and the people who've been baptized and the people who've attended DHC and they've engaged with each other and built relationships and connected and some of them even romantically have been involved with each other and gotten married and we're gonna celebrate what God has done over and over and over again. That's the part of who we are that's so important. Every Christmas, and we do it in the summer too, we throw a couple of big parties for our people. It's the wildest church parties I've probably ever seen in my life, just so everybody knows. Within reason, there's no sinful behavior. It's not that I'm aware of. And this was a couple years ago at our DHC Christmas party. Just a bunch of people showing up and celebrating what God has done, throwing one big party because Jesus came to save our lives and then rose again and resurrected from the grave to prove that he was who he said that he was. And these people understand it, believe it, rally around a cause, volunteer to do it, and then change lives in the process. If that's not worth celebrating, I don't know what is. And that's what we do here at DHC. That's the core of our mission and our organization. I thought that one of the things that we would do as we kind of begin to wrap up this understanding Of the message is we would take a look at the screens and just hear from some of our volunteers one more time. Take a look. Hi, my name is Mike Hall.
1: Hi, I'm Allie Tremblay.
2: My name is Brady Bushnell. Hi,
1: I'm Sarah Gambrell.
3: Hi, I'm Paula. And I'm a volunteer
2: at DHC.
1: And I'm a volunteer at Downtown Harbor Church.
2: I'm a volunteer at Downtown Harbor Church.
1: And I'm a volunteer at Downtown Harbor Church.
3: And I'm a volunteer at Downtown Harbor Church.
2: You know, it's something that I have that other kids don't that I have the privilege of having. You know, not a, not many other kids my age get to have this opportunity to do something like this and engage with people.
1: So at 6.45 in the morning, every single Sunday, there's a group of people that show up. And we, we call them the core team. And it's our core team that actually sets up for that Sunday services, the two services. And it's 6.45, um, I get up at 5.30 every single Sunday and it's just part of my routine. And quite honestly, I look forward to it all week long.
0: If I'm out of town, which is very rare, I literally miss volunteering at DHC. Like, those are my friends.
2: You know, I just think it's really good to be involved with other people, like have that aspect of community involved every week and to be around people that you know, have similar mindsets as you and have similar beliefs as you.
1: The community is a really big deal for me because I think it's difficult sometimes to be a Christian. Um, I would say today's day and age, but I think it's always been hard being a Christian, you know, and having to do life a lot of times with people um, who maybe don't agree with certain life decisions or things that you do, and if you don't have people surrounding you to lift you up and encourage you and point you towards God during those really hard times in life, like it makes life a whole lot harder. And so I think that the community at DHC has allowed me to like point my life in the direction that I really want to go and volunteering is a really big part of that.
2: Um, So me personally, when I served down in the tech booth with some other fellow volunteers, we get to bond over things that not everyone get, that not everyone understands that we, you know, we kind of share a, you know, passion, I guess you could say for that, other people might not understand a lot, and I think that's really good for our team.
1: We're all kind of weird in our own way, if you will, and I love that. I love that I can be myself and be accepted, feeling like no matter where you've come from or where you're going or where you've been, you're accepted. And that is truly what I feel like the foundation of Downtown Harbor Church is about. It's about welcoming people and being that church that isn't the stereotypical church.
2: So up until a couple months ago when I got my driver's license, what I would do is every Sunday, to serve at DHC, I would come and I would ride my bike to get there.
3: So on the the other side, I also volunteer and help with the homeless in in Fort Lauderdale. It's one of my other passions, my other ways to give. And I've had about four or five of the homeless people that I tell that say, you can't fix this on your own. You need to have God in your life. And I invite them to come to downtown Harvard. And I've had four or five uh, come by and, and a few really enjoy it and still come by. And a few of them have turned their lives around now, have jobs. One fellow works for Amazon up in Pompano. He comes in about once a month and stops by on the sidewalk to thank me for helping him get his life together. So downtown Harvard Church was the magnet that I kind of used to bring those people together.
1: <laughs> one, one morning, uh, I sat down next to one of our kids in one of those little mini chairs that they sit in and I sat down next to him to help him and he looked at me very candidly and said, you are going to break that chair (laughs) because i was definitely too big for the chair and i just thought it was so funny and i feel like i learned more and more about kids every sunday and how they just say the funniest things (laughs) and so
3: man i'll never forget that
0: one time we were we were uh, packing up after sunday and we had to tote everything from downstairs upstairs through the elevators and uh out comes the cart and down goes the marbles Thousands of them, everywhere, scattered throughout the second floor of the museum. It was absolutely just, just insane, and the cleanup was just. <laughs> the, the museum people helped out. They had brooms, and just eight of us just on the ground picking up thousands of marvels. <laughs> There's so much fun that goes into what we get a chance to do week in and week out here at DHC. I love what Sarah, one of our volunteers, said about our our group of folks here. Just so you know, I wanna just clarify something. If, if you have said yes last week or you're about to say yes to volunteering today and you're like, I'm ready to dive into this, I just want you to know that normal human beings are not what you should expect when you come in to volunteer at DHC. These folks are extremely not normal. Some of them very quirky in their own ways. I kinda like to say they're like the Muppets. They're weirdos, but they're nice weirdos. And that's exactly the way that we love it. That this is not a normal group of folks. This is a group of folks from different walks of life with different personalities, with different issues. All of us struggling with different things who have very simply stepped back and said yes to one common cause, to serving here at DHC. Not for us, but for you, for your kids, for people who would come in to our doors for the first time so that they may have a fighting chance at a relationship with Jesus. Because that's why we're here. That's why we do what we do. Every single week. I don't know if you could tell, but I'm passionate about this. I'm very passionate about it. I'm passionate because about 20 Two years ago, I sat in a room just like this, and I said yes to volunteering for the first time. And 22 years later, God has transformed my life through that one decision. I was already a follower of His, but I wasn't engaging. I wasn't connected. And I said yes, and now here I am, 22 years later, on a stage, giving a message about that moment. Just because in there I said yes. I don't know what He's going to do through your life because of a moment much like a moment like today. But I know that he's gonna work in a way that we don't understand yet. So what's the practical? Every week at DHC, we put one word on the screen. What's the practical? Well, let's answer the question. It's as simple as putting this on the screen and understanding it, because it's the question I get the most. How do I get connected at Downtown Harbor Church? One word, volunteer. Volunteer. I never thought in my life volunteering would change my life. I never thought in my life that volunteering would lead to the most authentic community that I could ever ask for for or imagine, but it has. I never thought it would mean as much as it does, but it does. I've never seen people who've stood alongside me and looked at me, some of them with tears in their eyes saying, thank you so much for this. It has changed my life in a way that I've never, ever expected. Human beings need a place to belong. Human beings need people. They need other human beings. Human beings want to call someplace home. That's here and this is the way. Just try it. If after a period of time it doesn't work for you, you can call me a liar. But I don't stand up on this stage and say things that I don't believe. I never have. How do I get connected at DHC? What's the way to do it? Say yes to volunteering. It will, from the inside out, change your life. Let me pray for us. Father, God, for all the folks who are taking steps to be closer to you, we thank you. Father, for just the moment to step back and talk about our vision and how important volunteering is as a part of our strategy here at DHC to redefine the church experience in the city of Fort Lauderdale. For that, we thank you. Father God, for who you are, we thank you. We stop, we give you praise, we love you. We pray that you would surround these hearts in this room. Would you move through them? God, there are folks here today who just might be exploring you for the first time. Jesus, if if that is the case, I just pray that you would be present and I pray that you would land in their life. God, we know that if we wanna engage with you, that it's really about engaging with your word and other people. May folks make decisions to do that today so that their lives can be on a different trajectory tomorrow. And we pray it all in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. So the QR code is on the screen. If you want to say yes to being more involved, to getting connected at DHC by sometimes volunteering for the first time, as we exit this room, I'm just gonna leave it there. I'm gonna leave it there so you can have a moment and you can do whatever you want with it. Because some people are like, hey, I don't wanna take my phone out and everybody's watching me. I get it. Like, but maybe you're like, I really wanna do that today. Maybe you're in this room and you volunteer once a month and you're like, I need to do it more. Tell us, get the, get the QR code out, scan it. We'd love to plug you in more. Whatever you're at today, we can't wait to watch your faith grow and grow here at Downtown Harbor Church. We're gonna leave that on the screen as we leave. That's it for me, everybody. John will be back here next week as he's kicking off a new series. Have an amazing Sunday and an amazing week. We'll see you next Sunday. Bye-bye.